Hello and welcome to episode two of series two. This week we have our first guest of the series, who is Emma Mayer from Inspired Movement and Massage. But before Emma joins us, how was everyone's week? Good week? Good. I had a week off work, which was really nice, apart from one day. So I just had another week of DIY in the house. Oh, have uh, you got a working kitchen yet? Have you got I anything? do. Oh. The only thing that doesn't work is my washing machine. So I'm still going to my mum's house to do my washing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just like dropping it off at the front I just door. drop it off, get dinner, <laughs> and then it's done by the time yeah. I've had that, and then I go home. How long is your washing machine not going to be working for? <sighs> Hopefully like two more days. I'm thinking, like, as far as you tell your mum, maybe sort of January or something. Yeah. Just keep <laughs> taking your laundry washing. over. Yeah, it would be really handy, but she actually lives, like, 45 minutes away, so it's quite... Oh, well, that's pain. not very convenient. So I should have probably found someone closer to me to do it. <laughs> yeah. um, so maybe if you're free, then... <laughs> <laughs> I am free, actually. No, the price. That, yeah, no, the kitchen's working. I can cook. I can clean. What was the first meal? <laughs> Isn't your boyfriend a chef or something? No, no. I've just made... <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Why were we talking about him cooking though? Oh, maybe he was cooking that time and no, yeah, he's, he's Italian. Maybe it's because he's half Italian yeah, or something. I think he should be good at cooking. He's a fake Italian. Um, a no, fake Italian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is not a chef. He's a mortgage broker. Um, right. But no, we did. Can cook. he cook? Yeah, can cook carbonara. Oh, without making the eggs going scrambly. Oh yeah. Oh Very good. good carbonara maker. Marriage material. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him that. <laughs> okay. Hint. <laughs> How was your week? Uh, mine was, yeah, busy, actually. I had friends from out of town, out, out of towners visiting this weekend. My two of my best mates from uni came. So we sort of covered over three days as many <laughs> venues as we possibly could. Struggled a little bit with the whole booking mm-hmm. thing and deciding, oh, we've got to be there at that time and... That didn't work terribly well for me, but um, but we survived. Uh, so what do you have to do? Because I've not been out. Oh, okay. I don't have any friends, <laughs> so oh. But do you have to? Thank you. Well, because it's Friday and Saturday night, and then Sunday lunchtime sort of thing, mm-hmm. places get busy, don't they? So you kind of book where you think you want to be by a certain time, and, and then places are closing early. So I just kind of guessed it, and it kind of worked out yeah, it's but a bit of guesswork to try and yeah in it's nothing right very i like right being time. spontaneous you want to be able to go into a bar and have a drink and you can't even stand at the bar anymore you have to have a table so it's all just it's lost its kind of charm a little bit like that but again we survived okay. um so yeah they're two of my really good mates and i've known them for a long time so it's just really lovely to hang out catch up and all that jazz and then my daughter started school yesterday, which was very exciting. Uh, she came home last night with Latin homework. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, you help with that? What is going She got her Latin homework out, and I went, oh, me miserum, which is literally <laughs> the only Latin I can remember, which means, woe is me. <laughs> Do they still learn about uh, old Caecilius? Uh, I don't know what she's got yet, but... Um, Latin was just... Yeah, it was this huge textbook. It's, I was like, what subject is that then, other than Latin? And she goes, oh, it's classical civilizations." I'm like, okay. Oh. <laughs> well, you really are at senior school now. I forgot you even did so, those subjects. Classics yeah. and Latin, that was... But her timetable looks so time. exciting. I'm like, ooh, what have we got today? All French. Double <laughs> French in the morning. <laughs> Came back going, je m'appelle Matilda. I was like... Oh. Obviously, we've just come back from France, so yeah. Anyway, but yeah, no, that was uh, that was my excitement. It took me into. I think today I'm just about back on track after the weekend. So yeah, you I'm all good, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I had to no. have a nap about eleven o'clock till one yesterday. <laughs> I just couldn't. I couldn't keep going. Had a coffee, thought no, truck on through, and then just couldn't. Felt really bad. Matilda's gone off to school and I'm <laughs> kipping on the sofa. <laughs> I couldn't function. Did you see like, her off done. in the morning? I saw no, yeah, I walked her to school. <laughs> waving, in the out the, <laughs> waving out the window. Go with well. My, with my slippers on, going, see ya. Um, <laughs> no, I did actually get managed to get dressed. And then there was a massive queue all the way around the corner. We went really early because she wanted to be on time, obviously. It was a huge queue, so it took about 15 minutes to get to the gates, and then she what, was like just there for registration. Walk, like, stood outside. Yeah, I think they all had to rigorously wash their hands on the way in. So unless you get there at sort of 10 past 8, it could take you 
15, 20 minutes to queue to get in. She learned her lesson today. She was straining. Hand wash. Yeah, they've got sort of outdoor sinks and you've got to wash your hands and, you know, safety first, save lives, all that jazz. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, what about you? Done anything? Played cricket. Played cricket. Did you win? No, No. right. End of that conversation. <laughs> Have you got that sound effect still? Uh, no, I had to take that off when we <laughs> were, had our uh, editorial issues. Um, no, we played four games this weekend. I partook in two of them, and we won two of them. Not the two that I played in. Oh, right. Uh, but a good weekend, having that. Weather was nice. Lovely weather yeah. for a bit of cricket. Um, Lovely day today. Good for outdoor laundry drying, I found. <laughs> Thrilling stuff. Love it. Wash your sheets. I mean, if you get that excited about them. that, I should be giving you my washing to do. Yeah. I? That's well, actually, yeah. if you're really excited about it like that, then. Yeah. If it's nice we weather, I'm all over the laundry. Problem yeah. solved. <laughs> Just drop it off. I'll be your mum. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. I'm all, <laughs> I'm all uh, caught up. <laughs> <laughs> I got drunk, sent my daughter to school, and did my washing. Yeah. Oh, exciting. Yeah. Living by the seat of my pants, as usual. Well, I think on that note, I think we've done ourselves in uh, after <laughs> seven minutes. Um, Emma, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Welcome to our usual waffling on of nothing. Yeah, oh. it's going to sound <laughs> thrilling. <laughs> <laughs> waffling on of nothing? Our entertaining life. Yourself. <laughs> well, in eight minutes, we got on to a good day for washing. <laughs> washing. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for joining us. And uh, have you enjoyed the, the weather? They've done some washing? Uh, all the <laughs> no, important definitely no washing. I've trained, I've been for a walk, I've had a few clients, uh, done some gardening, pulled up some beetroot, and that's about it. That Is was that my just day. today or the whole of lockdown? No, no, no today. <laughs> <laughs> that's about what I achieved in lockdown, not even. <laughs> so just one day. <laughs> I like to be busy. It's like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I can't sit and do nothing unless it's something really good on Netflix. Yeah. No, well, I don't sit maybe, and do nothing but either, but the days just seem to fly by. No, but I that is a productive day. Go. That's because you have a two-hour nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried true. to nap. No, I can't, I can't do it. I cannot nap. I wish I had time in the day to nap. Well, I don't jealous. normally nap. It was just I couldn't. Yeah, All I right. had to. <laughs> I had to. It was unusual. So I mentioned it before, Andy, and you just said about training and clients as well. Your business is Inspired Movement and Massage. It is. Which is probably self-explanatory in the name, or at least the massage element. Yeah. yeah. So well, basically the movement is because I cover so many different areas in terms of pre- and postnatal movement, normal personal training, um, helping women going through the menopause. I'm also a breast cancer rehab coach as well. So I do cover quite a few different areas in terms of movement and how I take that and obviously massage everything from the nice stuff to fixing. Sports massage and yeah, that can be nice or not nice depending on what's going on. And I always say, no, 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 it's not me that causes the pain. You bring the problem, I just find it. That's the difference. That's the bit that hurts. And then when you find it, you go and you grind it. (laughs) There's the pain. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I thought that was water that you had. <laughs> Haven't we only just met? <laughs> I think. No, it sounded like you were yeah. you were unsympathetic. You know, in terms of like they yeah. were that they've created the problem. Well, the thing it's what what amazes me actually is how many people live with pain all the time in their bodies that that well, are happy to spend money in other areas yet not to look after themselves and put themselves first in terms of their health, their wellness. And that's really important to me that I try and encourage my clients to really look after themselves. And it's amazing how people all spend how much money on a bag or shoes or going out and getting drunk. But when they come in and they go, yeah, that really hurts. I don't think I'm going to come back again. That, that's really sore. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're broken. That's why it really hurts. It's not me just causing pain. So you right, have um, to okay. come back. So we fix it. How many sessions? So. Isn't it normally sort of like... Six or eight, sort of. Well, just it no. just no. No, I mean it, it's it's everything. From I have people mm-hmm. that come to me that that tell me, oh yeah, I've, I've been told I've got frozen shoulder and or you know my back's gone. I've got sciatica and it's like okay, it's amazing how people how many people self-diagnose. Mm-hmm. 
So come to me, let's find out what's going on. I have a look and, you know, it can be some people, it can be a couple of sessions and that's it. I won't need to see them again for a while. It might be they need to start exercising more. It might be they need to do the right exercise. Yeah. It's, ev- mm. every person is different and I don't have a prescription for how many sessions someone needs to come to me for because I'm not there. Of course, it's a business and I want to make money, but that's not why I tell people how often to come back. They come back based mm. on what their needs are. And that's important. Yeah, I don't something like eight out of ten people have back problems. So isn't back and shoulder just like a massive part of it? Yeah, it, it, well, it's just it's pain all over. People it, people tolerate so much pain in mm. their body because they're too preoccupied in just life itself. Whether it be whether they're in, in a bad mindset or they've got demands. Women are notorious for trying to do everything because we're seen as the multitaskers, the women that. With the providers, we look after our kids, our partners, our jobs, our life, our friends. And women are the worst in that sense for putting themselves first. And they're the ones that tend to put up with the most problems, especially women who've had children, which I have a lot of experience with helping those women. And that, you know, how, how many times would you have major surgery and then go and do the shopping? But yeah, mm. women who've had caesareans will a few days later be off out doing stuff and carrying the baby around. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> when would that ever be normal? But this is, you know, mm. this is how life is geared up and it sets us up for putting up with stuff. Yeah, I also think we're more resilient, obviously, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like people when it's like when they're too busy, they focus on what they think is important, and then they yeah, like they push them. Yeah, definitely, and I think that's just priorities, isn't it? And we can all get busy with what we have to do in a day and I think it's always easy to avoid what you need to address with everything mm. and yeah I see that quite a lot with what I do whether it be in training or through massage or the rehab side yeah what got you into it in the first place um I had personally it was I had quite a traumatic experience having my son I was very young um there wasn't much support there for me when I had him Um, and physically it didn't leave me in a very good place so that definitely got me more interested in women's health Um, my mum went through the menopause at quite a young age so that definitely sparked off some kind of fear in me that was I think reaffirmed by women's response to the menopause and how their perception of how how they're going to feel how they're going to be so I wanted to educate myself and that was really important Um, but basically trying to shorten this down I was working for a consultancy company um, and we went over to Las Vegas and I was helping them I wasn't at this time qualified as a personal trainer and they asked me to help them out with one of the boot camps because one of the trainers was sick and at the time I played roller derby so I was quite fit and I knew you know how to manage a team and play sports so they asked me to help them out and my employees were like oh you're really good at this everyone had a really really good time and okay and then when we got back they were like yeah I think we might set up a boot camp I was like okay where's this going why don't you qualify okay so I was kind of talked into doing this and that's how I started basically yeah. Can so I ask what roller derby gonna, is? Gonna, <laughs> can we talk about roller derby? <laughs> what is, is that roller skating that really so fast fun. around a track or something? <laughs> it's a contact sport on skates. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Right. Yeah. I kind of want to do that. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean what, contact, what do you contact sport? That, yeah. Like? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not netball well, on skates. Okay, or something. so, so it, rugby well, on skates. It was a while since I've I've played. I started a team in Lincolnshire, um, and this was over ten years ago. So the rules have changed a lot. So I'm going to shorten it to the rules that I knew. And apologies to anyone who knows anything about roller derby now that may want to correct me. Forgive me. It has been a while. However, it's an oval flat track and you have four blockers from each team, a jammer from each team. The jammer is the ball for the sake of this. People like to know where the ball is. They're the ball. The aim is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just see them as the ball. People need to know where the ball is in this. So then the pack takes off. They start skating. The jammers, the ball, has to get through the pack. Okay? The first pass round, they don't score anything. The next pass round, they do. So each time they pass a person, they score a point. Your job is to stop the other team and their jammer, the ball, 
and to get your ball, the jammer, through. Oh. It's great. Is it violent? Yes. Oh, so you like fully, pa- <laughs> fully sort of padded up? Yeah, yeah. Are you like, yeah. you just elbow people no. in the face, right? No. <laughs> you want to. Bless you, you out Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no interest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're no. totally imagining every person that you just want to trip up and clothesline, but no, you're not allowed yeah. to do that. No, no, no. There's, there's loads of rules. And the game has evolved so much since I left. It evolved in the time I was there. But since I left, it's evolved so much. It's amazing. And it's definitely something, I think, once when things are we're allowed to do a bit more and bigger gatherings are allowed to happen, honestly, we should get a group more together is and allowed. go and watch <laughs> a game. Because it's amazing to watch. And there's men and women teams all over. Yeah. It's played all over the world. We were one of the first five teams to form when I started the team. Yeah, loved it. Wow. Yeah. Sounds on. Yeah, it's brutal. It's amazing. It's, it's also very, very strategic. <laughs> it's a very clever game. I'll you stick, stick to with the cricket. cricket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You stick to cricket, you won't mind that. Violent roller derby. <laughs> no, it'd be like being called a jammer. I've got like, no idea of that. <laughs> it's a clever game. It's very, very clever. And there's men's and women's team. Just go like round in a circle. Have. Round around. <laughs> in a circle. Or like in the oval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep going round and round. Well, obviously for a time uh, until the game is called, yeah. So there's jams. Someone trying to describe Quidditch without actually seeing you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just describe it. Like, what? Who? Get I don't snitch? know what Quidditch what? is. <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. Don't you? What's that? Quidditch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Harry Potter? Seriously, have you heard oh, of no. Harry Potter? No. Yeah, but I've never seen Right. Lots. Really? Okay. Sorry, What? I've never seen. Harry yeah, Potter. you okay. kind of just need to. Even yeah. if you think you don't like that kind of thing, you need to at least read one book and then Another watch one movie. Just do the first way. one, honestly. You mm. have to because they, you know, whether you like that sort of thing or not. It's like me with Lord of the Rings and all that. Yeah, I don't like. I've not seen that. No, neither either. have I. I do appreciate that they are sort of epic, though. Hang but. On, so I have to watch. <laughs> you have to watch it. Yeah, you have to do. It. I've not yeah, seen but it. Harry Potter like is sort of an entry level, isn't it? It's not like Lord of the Rings or. The Whatever. Well, I'm not bothered about entering. Right. Okay. Anyway, I'm Quidditch, just telling you, as someone that doesn't like that kind of thing, have I a just huge can't kind you didn't of. Like grow up with that. I, f- I feel like that was like a staple. Someone I went to school with was in the first one, uh, like an extra part. I can't remember. They had to just they were in a group and that to set. I don't know. Oh, they were okay. on a broomstick or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Is that about, about <laughs> oh, Probably during a game it. of Quidditch. Oh, yeah, well, that would make sense, wouldn't it? If <laughs> yeah, they, do they got on brooms? Yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. yeah. uh, already. Oh, been there. Okay. Anyway, anyway. we digress. <laughs> Tangent. <But> yeah. <laughs> I can see how, how this happens. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. understand. <laughs> From roller derby <laughs> to Quidditch to Lord yeah. of the Rings, like yeah. no. And then going up on your broomstick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'll, yeah, I'll send you a link to yeah. some roller derby. Yeah, you, you it sounds, sounds yeah, yeah. hectic. No, it's good. Yeah. No, in a good way. Ow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> punch, <laughs> practicing for the roller derby the game. Hymn. Yeah. You clearly had an interest in health and fitness, though, before yeah. you started the business, through work and through hobbies. Yes, definitely. Something that you've always yeah. grown up with? Um, I don't think there is a time, really, that I can remember when I haven't done something for health and fitness. I, you know, I can remember from quite a young age. You know, I just always enjoyed, whether it be hockey or just running or, or just exercise. I don't know. It's just something that I've always been quite athletic being a young age they've started up the um courses and for you to become qualified which you did through the company i'm guessing yeah so i i mean i I did like my first course as a personal trainer and you know you you never really learn enough from the first course you've done to actually set you up for that's it that's my career but it was an amazing starting point and really taught me quite a lot of things and and definitely definitely like looking back i mean I, i couldn't even imagine not learning as much as I've learned in in the time since I mean it's I first qualified in 2011 12 um it's just it's pushed me and I definitely think like my interest in women that's kind of guided the path that I needed to follow in terms of my education I'm very very female centric focused in in what I do and I'm very passionate about helping women understand their bodies and heal um I do through my job get 
like plenty of guys in for sports massage like and I've trained guys as well so that's that's not an issue but my passion is definitely for female health what exactly are the qualifications that you need and how long does it sort of take do you think to get to the sort of level you're at and with well, experience and so on what what exactly I mean would, would it make sense to people what the I qualifications think, well, are kind of, I think there are two questions yeah I think there's how, how long and what does it take one and then two to get the level you are I think they're well, very much two different yeah things. I mean personally it's anyone can train as a personal trainer and where you choose to take that after that is entirely up to you for me that was a foundation to ask more questions and to want to learn more that wasn't my career at that point you know I mm. had to do more now you can do that in a weekend if you wanted to like th th mm. there's enough courses out there if that's what you want to do that's not how I trained but there are courses out there and time dependent money dependent as to which way you learn you know that's that, that yeah, and I think just, no, just like looking at the sort of things you offer, I'm just wondering what yeah. the what the but other all, things yeah, are. Yeah, but that all my other done. courses, and the reason why I've done those is I, I've committed to always do two courses a year, depending on what I'm learning. Um, if it's more degree level, then no, then that's the only thing I'm learning, and the next one that I'm going to do is going to take me four years, um, and that's a commitment in itself just to do that. But. I've always committed to, you never know enough, you can never learn enough, and it's, you know, when someone asks me something, I go, I don't know, I go, okay, right, now how do I find that out? And I think answering my own questions about things that went wrong for me and the things that keep coming up with women that I meet have definitely made me cherry pick the education choices that I've made from whether it be breast cancer rehab or um, menopause support or um, advanced postnatal trainer you know those courses I could have saved thousands by doing a weekend course here or there but that wouldn't have given me the level of knowledge that I have to be able to help me support the people that I support. And I think in terms of the question in terms for to simplify in what are the steps you have entry level is a fitness instructor I think that's yeah. term, right and that is a level two level two do. yeah level one it's weird level one dimly doesn't exist level no, two it's just level, level two, two. Yeah, <laughs> training at level two makes no sense is what you call fitness instructor and that generally from a reps accredited and that's like the governing body really that gives you the ability to pretty much just work in a gym really. yeah and to teach and, teach classes yeah but not to personal train, then that's your level three. And then, yeah, level three is when you become a personal trainer. But as you say, that can be done a weekend um, and on the cheap, and I, probably even online, I guess, yeah. now as well. Yeah, there's, um, there's, there's, you, you, can do, you can do anything online at the end of the day. It's that really worries me because yeah. I, feel, I feel like I see a lot on Instagram and Facebook. You see the people who did become a PT over the weekend and they're people who you went to school with, and it was like, you're not... It, like. They may be a PT in their own you know, right, they've done the course, but I look at it and I'm like, I don't know how I would trust someone who did the weekend course, you know, the overnight but it's, thing. it's a foundation to start somewhere, and at the end of the day, yeah. it's down to you as an individual, isn't it, to be in control of the fact that, are you there to just say, well, I've qualified, this is all I'm going to know? Well, you can be ignorant in any profession, can't you? Or is this a platform to actually learn more? And yeah, I, I guess everyone needs an opportunity and a place to start. It's yeah, it's just like the not progressing it a bit further. That's sometimes what, like, yeah, you know, like you said, like not not wanting to learn like a little bit more. I don't know. I think I don't know that Instagram that takes ads. time though, doesn't it? It's like, <laughs> you know, not everyone. You you almost need those bad experiences, those opportunities to mess up in order, because in, especially in a profession with fitness where you are generally quite often on your own and you know with anything it's like it's development isn't it we we all choose to be either motivated and learn more or not to progress within that but then those people I guess they wouldn't get work anyway so that's what you'd, you'd certainly hope yeah. over time um the scary thing and we talked a little bit about it before is that's up to the individual and whether they want to get into it because being a personal trainer is a nice job title what do you do on a personal trainer oh great 
um, whether they want to get it into the mo for the money or whether they generally want to help people. And those that people that want to help people will go on and do more. What's scary is those people who don't and just want either the job title um, or the money, and they get clients. And you see them in the gym being told stuff by personal trainers, and you think it's wor absolute worst, you are going to seriously injure that person because they've got this really basic level of this is what you do and how you do it. And sometimes the people that have taught them have actually taught them it wrong as well. That's the really, really scary. But it's amazing yeah. how people trust people, isn't it? So what would your recommendation be well, for someone looking for a personal trainer? Or, you know, obviously they need to be a bit more rigorous in checking people's credentials and yeah, stuff. And maybe well, it just doesn't occur to people, does it? They just No, and I mean, just to maybe just slightly go back a bit, I think it's, you know, at the end of the day, everyone starts somewhere and needs everyone has an opportunity to develop that or not. And in terms of how do you then trust someone, well, then always always ask to see people's qualifications. Never be afraid to ask that question. And, it, you know, if you're qualified in what you're qualified in, you'd be proud. I know after the amount of money I've spent, that's that stuff is all over my wall. <laughs> you know, yeah. because yeah. I, I've spent all this time and money. I want people to see what I know. You know, so I, I, I do push that out, but just ask questions. And at the end of the day, it's just comparison, isn't it? You know, look around, don't be afraid to try people out. And if that person isn't for you, you know, not everyone who I meet will I take on as a client because I might not be the best person for them. Mm -hmm. um, and it isn't an industry that you can really be in to make money because it's not that kind of industry. It is hard work. And to be any good at your job, then you need consistency with clients and results with them. You don't get them by, by being bad at your job. So I guess those people will just have to take their time and learn and make the mistakes. And it's stuff that I, I wouldn't do now that I did when I started out. I look yep. back cringing from advice about food to exercise. And I think, oh, my God, like, I can't believe I said that. But that was my starting point. Mm. Do you get many people that are injured from other personal trainers that come in with injuries that they've sustained because they haven't been trained properly? Um, yes and no in that same answer. It's not necessarily <laughs> they might not have been trained properly, but it's education, isn't it? depends where mm. they've started out. And some clients don't always listen, do they? It depends what kind of day yeah. you've had and are you paying attention yourself? Are you going to a training session when you feel crappy because you've not slept or you've got a kid that's kept you up all night? Um, you know, we often put ourselves in compromising situations in day-to-day -day life. And I get people who are injured, not generally from exercising, but more from silly things about the way they sit on the sofa. Yeah, I was going to say postures. How they put their seatbelt on in the car, to how they've twisted to pick up a bag. And it's like... Oh, it's so crazy hmm. to think of all those tiny little things that you do every day and you don't even think like... Yeah, but I'm always most like this, trying to get my seatbelt. I know, yeah. but most injuries are through repetition of a movement done badly over a period of time. Not all the time and more often than not injuries aren't just because someone oh you know you've you've fallen over and and you've twisted your ankle let's say mm. but generally there's something in that movement pattern that's messing it up that's causing the problem in the first place and it's addressing that i think on that as well like what you said about like learning it wrong from someone else it's maybe not even like a personal trainer like a lot of people there's so much online now or yeah, I mean, yeah. Saying a book, yeah. but like you get fitness guides or whatever it is like mm. i've been going to the gym for years without any guidance I've just picked it up from people in the gym yeah and then like if I was to come to you you might be telling me I've been doing it wrong for however mm -hmm. long mm -hmm. but you don't know because you've taught yourself or mm -hmm. you just watch someone else do it and then yeah. think I can do what they just did and look like it and it looks like you, you know you feel like you're doing it fine but yeah like you say repetition over the amount of years it well, it's, just get it's, it's amazing that there's opportunities like YouTube and Instagram to actually see things to be able to yeah. for some people who haven't got access financially to be able to get a trainer let's say and I think it's amazing but even if as a one-off you hire someone to check your form and if that's all you can afford to do at least do that and know that you're doing things right and go to someone based on word of mouth go to someone based on their qualifications and use your own intuition to know whether something's right for you or not I think the big question you asked around who people should use the biggest thing I would say to people don't do is don't go to them because what they look like aesthetically. On Instagram. Uh, yeah. no, but e or even in person, right? Uh, but right yeah. 
blokes generally want bigger pecs and bigger biceps. So they will go to the PT in the gym with big biceps and big pecs. Doesn't might not work for them. And what they do actually will be completely different probably than what you're going to do. Um, that's how people generally approach them. And they won't go to someone in the main of an opposite sex or of a different aesthetic build, but they actually might be the right person to them. And around the repetition and getting injured, yeah, sure. But there's also the bit about people spend so many hours in the gym that they can be doing it wrong. Yeah, your injury is the worst case, but just by improving your form, you could actually be gaining so much more. Now, you could be spending 20% less time in the gym, but you're actually doing the exercise right, so you're getting better results. Mm. That's something that I've certainly noticed as well since I've been I've done my qualification. As Bit of a minefield out there, isn't yeah, it? It's really, you know. yeah. <laughs> and then there's, there is so much out there. with, And some of it's good, YouTube and mm. Instagram, and mm. some of it is, is bad. And it's how... Uh, because there isn't that governing body that's strong enough, it's how do you kind of filter and decipher between the good and the bad and I know I have it in clients mm. say, and I was watching this on YouTube and they don't know whether it's good or bad you know actually here's a, here's a few names of people that I would trust and I would mm. recommend to go and use them it doesn't mean the one you would necessarily use was wrong but you just you just don't know but it's like with anything I mean you you, you wouldn't see someone coming out of a hairdresser's with a crappy hairstyle and go wow I want that hairstyle your hairdresser's awesome you'd be like no chance am I going there and I just think there's a how am I trying to put this it's like you can you can put faith in someone's you know word of mouth and go yeah 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 yeah. okay they're good they're good they're good but you're not making the results then you just need to pay attention to the people then that are making the results whether it be aesthetic or emotionally mentally they're the people then that you want to see and you'll know that how much you get out of seeing those clients improve and develop whether it is aesthetically or whether it is just from a health and fitness perspective yeah, it's a great thing. not not every client that comes to me comes for aesthetic reasons and i've got some clients they want to come off their blood pressure medication they maybe just want to lose weight because they're going for ivf so it's not an aesthetic goal it's for a different goal so i have clients for various reasons I'm not the kind of trainer you come to if you want to stage prep. That's not what I'm interested in. And there's trainers that do that amazingly well, and that's their niche. That's not mine. Um, definitely the kind of people that I train are people that want to feel healthier and happier and stronger. And if their goal happens to be more aesthetic, that's fine. If it happens to be they just want to be fitter, they want to be able to actually play with their children, be able to go for a walk with their partner, then, yeah, fair enough. But it's... You, you, I think you need to understand what your goal is and then choose someone appropriate for that goal. It must be really rewarding work then for you. You've got clients that come broken and then they leave after their various... Tre- they might not even know what treatment they're going to get, I suppose. It could be a combination of things. And then they leave and you see them go off and achieve those things that they wanted to do or you know, or ready and prepped for IVF or whatever, because it's quite a journey, isn't it? Yeah, and it's it, like, like you know, it's the human body is so amazing what we can allow it to do if we allow it to happen. And when people come to me and they're willing to allow me to help them, it's, it is a privilege and it's amazing to see them change, whether it's be in their confidence or in their physique and mm. they've finally lost the stone that they wanted to lose. And that's it, they can go for IVF and that's life-changing. That's, that's amazing to be yeah. part of that, it's a privilege. Have you got any favourite, your best stories? No pressure, but <laughs> <laughs> there must be, you know, it must be, you know, meeting those challenges and then it must be so rewarding when yeah. people overcome them. And Yeah, well, they, they, I, I had a lovely girl called Sarah who was referred to me through another trainer because she was moving. Um, she was being posted with her partner from another area through the military and her trainer found me because she was looking at basically you know what I had out on social media what I had on my website and she liked the fact that mine wasn't all I suppose aesthetic gold Mm. and so when she came to me her goal was for IVF and she did need to lose quite a bit of weight um and she did everything I asked her to do and that was a real privilege and she has a daughter who's now two so see her go through that and then I helped her postnatally that that was amazing yeah and that gives me such a hope for any woman that comes to me who's struggling in the same situation because 
you know, it's it's a challenge, isn't it? And mm. life is a challenge, and our bodies are hard work, and they don't always do what we want them to do. But to see people change like that is is mm. wonderful. And it is life changing. Yeah. I mean, that's the yeah, cream end, isn't it? Mm. Education from uh, your perspective and learning, but then also educating the client as well. Yeah, and and that that's what we are. We're educators. We're there to facilitate our clients to be able to understand about what their problem is, what their goal is, and, and how best to do that. And that's that's what we're here for. And, you know, the more people we can affect positively in that area, the better, because they're only going to then help other people, aren't they? And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it is a real passion of mine. And I do, I do like seeing women get stronger and fitter, and especially after babies and healing. Mm. Yeah. So you haven't you've only been in Stanford about a year or something, did you say before? Yeah, and then obviously yeah, coming up to a year now. So you're just building up a nice little client base and then you know what happened. So are things sort of (laughs) kicking off again now and starting to slowly. Slowly. I I think it's difficult. I think everyone's in the same boat at the minute, you know, across the board. It's not discriminating discriminating against anyone is it it's i think everyone is struggling to a degree because not everyone's got their full capacity of who they had before um but yeah i'm seeing a you know a lot of my clients coming back and it's allowed me over the time that we've been in lockdown i guess to push more of my education so i'm nearly qualified with my pilates qualification um which i use that time to do that as well that i shouldn't yet be qualified because I'm meant to be traveling to Liverpool to actually do my assignments I've been able to do them online so thank you Zoom that's been (laughs) really helpful and saved me time in traveling so um using using that time in lockdown to obviously work on my qualifications it's helping me with clients coming back so I think that'll help my client base a little bit more to be diverse with that and um, it's just pushed me to try and be a bit more creative coming back into work about, well, what are the other things that I do and not to always treat for the same thing. And I think you can get not, I don't like to, not a rut, but you can get stuck in a loop, I think, of the same kind of people and things that you treat. Um, and I, I, I have done quite a few courses over the years that I've been qualified, so it's nice to do some different things. So I've been pushing slightly different things recently, which has been fun. Another string to the bow. <laughs> what brought you to Stamford? Uh, my partner. So, yeah. So he wanted to move closer to his family. Okay. And where were you from before? I'm originally from Manchester, um, but I, I, yeah, I haven't moved from Manchester. I was in Lincoln for quite okay. a few years. But yeah. And how are you finding it? Yeah, I like it. It's nice. I, I, I've been surprised actually how. I should, probably shouldn't say surprise because everyone's probably listened to this. But <laughs> yeah. just I mean, that's on, the right answer, honestly, though. Good is the right answer on yeah, this. Yeah. No, right? genuinely, like how welcoming and, and friendly everyone has been because it can be hard starting somewhere new and not knowing anyone. Um, as you can tell, I'm not really a quiet person, so I chat to lots of people. <laughs> Coming to the job. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's been helpful, and I've got to know loads of people, so it's been great, really, very welcoming and I'd, yeah I've, I've really enjoyed it so far had you been here before no well so one of my friends lives this way um and I, i've popped over this way but no, i didn't really know the area at all so yeah it was nice and w- it's, it's been a good opportunity and particularly with your job as well it, uprooting is difficult especially yeah. any sort of distance because mm-hmm. you are looking for a new client base yeah, it's not absolutely. 99% of people are not going to travel from Lincoln for no. a hour, 30-minute session. No, but I, I, I have kept quite a few of those clients online um, because some of them have trained with me for years, so they, they have stayed with me. Um, but in terms of, obviously, my massage and more of my hands-on work that I do, no, it's a completely new start, but that in itself is such an amazing opportunity and that's I don't know I like a challenge so I've enjoyed the the experience I I guess of getting to know new people and them getting to know me and what I do um and finding who my tribe are and and who who want to be with me and who who want to work with me and that that's been yeah it's been fun I like a challenge (laughs) and was the online training something you you say you did it before Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, was that something you picked up more and more through the last six months as well? Definitely. I think the one thing that we had to do in lockdown was diversify, wasn't it? And actually, okay, so what can I actually, I can't like virtually massage people, you know? Yet. <laughs> Not yet. Um, <laughs> so it, for, for me, I just went back to what I've always done. And that used to be online training. So um, I hadn't trained for about a year and a half prior to the start of lockdown. Um, I had quite a nasty car crash and left me in a bit of a mess and really lost my confidence with fitness and wanting to do anything. And for the first time in my life, I found myself, I'm like, holy crap, I'm like 40 and out of shape. What is going on? Right, come on, use this as an opportunity. And I committed on day one of lockdown. (laughs) I remember. (laughs) To, I'm going to train six days a week. Right, why have I said this to everyone? We went from like zero to 100. On the WhatsApp group, it was just like, we're going to train today again, again. Again, again, again. And I just said, I'm going to do it. If, If, you know... I'm either all in or all out and to do what I do it really took a huge knock to my confidence to be at a point where I hadn't exercised for as long as that because I can't tell you I think it was probably 16 the last time I hadn't exercised for that long and right after when I had my son as well and that was in my 20s so that's a long time to have always done something to then feel like an alien in your body with the knowledge that I have to then go now what and I just was like right I'm gonna do this and I feel strong I feel healthy I feel amazing and motivated but that's only because I got off my ass and did something mm-hmm. and it's only because I did that do you think there was an added pressure with your job I always thought there was until I was for me out of shape everyone else will still say no no you look fine and when you met me, I, I, I hadn't exercised for I don't know how long. And everyone's like, yeah, you look fine. I was like, you don't understand. I'm squishy. Like, what is going <laughs> to yourself, though, isn't it? It's yeah. completely different to what I, I wasn't happy or... for me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't for an aesthetic reason for my job. Because for the first time, I actually was okay. I just wasn't happy for me. And that was enough where I was like, this isn't for my job. This isn't for anyone else. I just didn't feel like myself anymore. And I think it took me to kind of get to that point to go, you know, I can do something about this, but I have literally trained since day one of lockdown six days a week since then. That's how I got these girls. (laughs) (laughs) We just had a uh, tensing moment. (laughs) Very committed. Very committed. Yeah, I I feel good. I'm glad I did it. But the good point and... This brings it on nicely, actually. It's not just that physical sense, joking aside. It is that mental side as well. Hugely, hugely. And I, one, one of um, my friends trained with me at the start of lockdown who's been adamant she would never exercise. Paulina, this is you. <laughs> Sorry, um, who was that? <laughs> Paulina. <laughs> she was adamant she'd never exercise. And then she just went, yeah, I'm going to do it. And she has done every day with me as well. Bar the odd one or two day, but yeah. She's when you say every day, it. how long each day? An hour. Right, okay. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were going to say something like <laughs> four hours or something. Like, no, oh although we have just started doing kettlebells as well. So on a Wednesday, we train twice. Oh, um, okay. I think it, in, I don't know if it was before this or when we were talking around making the time and the priorities, I get lots of people have something on. Mm-hmm. Whether it's kids, whether it's job, yeah. even in this time, there's other stuff to be on. But finding an hour is realistic yeah sure if you said someone find mm. four hours mm. not going to happen but finding yeah. an hour in a day yeah most people can do we could have done half an hour but it was just like you know i'd committed to that's what we we're going to do and that's what we we're going to make and if we get this habit now while we have the time there is no no excuse that anyone can give me apart from i can't be asked yep <laughs> okay that's fine but apart from that, we all had the time and what a great opportunity. And that's mm. how I saw it. And it definitely, and the reason why I said about Paulina, because it was, for her, it was something she said how different she feels in terms of herself, as in how happy she feels. And I think that's what's really kept me focused the whole, the whole time. It just, 
Probably it doing does, it, it with someone you... as well, probably help both of you because it was oh, that camaraderie as well. The group has been amazing. I mean, it's the, the group has got smaller, obviously, if people has, have gone back to work, but we did start off with quite a few people. And it just really helped everyone see that, you know, we're, we're all starting in a similar place. And, I mean, God, I haven't exercised for way over a year. And for someone who exercises all the time, that's a long time to go without doing oh, anything. Yeah. Mm. So... And did you do it over a Zoom class? Is that how yeah. you were doing it then as yeah. well? Yeah. At least nodding. You yeah. part of the well, Zoom yeah. class? I, yeah, I don't know. Molly I was. hard to come in here because of like what you just said, but I did find lockdown really hard in a sense mm-hmm. of like I like not couldn't be asked, but I did get stuck in a rut and I found it really hard like mentally mm-hmm. that then made it really hard for me physically. And like I, I mean, I started, I think I probably did like two a week with you to start with and I really yeah. did then drop down. I think I did one of yours once and I just couldn't find the motivation to do it. And it wasn't that I just like couldn't be bothered. I just didn't have, like, I lost the energy. I was by myself for like. You six, can totally seven weeks, lose your mojo though, can't you? I lost everything. I wasn't, I like, wasn't in a good place. And mm. then everyone was saying, oh, exercise, exercise, it's the best thing for you, which I fully get. And, you know, mm. I'm educated in that sense that I wanted to do it, but I just wasn't there mentally to mm. do it. Mm. And I don't And then think, you start to feel guilty that yeah, you're not doing I, it. It, it, was, it was seeing everyone else on social media every day doing it. And, wasn't pressured you just yeah I just I felt guilty that I wasn't getting involved but mm. I didn't I don't know I just couldn't I couldn't get out of my rut it for was so a mental funk you're in yeah. yeah it really was um and then I think when everything got a bit more like lifted obviously we were allowed outside like whatever it was once a day or whatever the rule was back then but I I found that was my kind of haven was to go outside and do something mm. and even if it was just a half an hour walk or 20 minutes doing star jumps in Burley or something like that. That was how I did it. I got so fed up of being online. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it was just mentally, it just really was not stimulating for me and I got so stuck. Yeah, there, so. but I think you can forgive yourself because, yeah. you know, lockdown was, was the weirdest thing that's happened to anyone. It was you so have yeah, no idea how you're going to react to it. So yeah, but like, again, then it's the whole of the flip side of like, I always had you guys on like the WhatsApp chat, like I could see people talking and, that was a bit motivational. Even if I wasn't doing your class, I would be like, right, I'll do something today. And it was, even if it was just like well, You have to get your happy from fitness, whatever yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one thing yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I say to all my clients, I don't care what your happy is. So if that's yoga, if that's Pilates, if it's doing Zumba, if it's kettlebells, if it's deadlifting, if it motivates you to get up to do something that then makes you feel better physically, mentally, great, whatever that is. Yeah. And if, all that group gave you was the motivation to go out and go for a walk. Good. Mm. Well, then it served its yeah. purpose, hasn't it? Was it was such a weird time. And, like, during that time, yeah. it was, like, anything that you could kind of grasp onto that made you, like, a little bit happy, I was kind of going for. But I don't know. I, I was so used to going to the gym, uh, like, every other day, like, training in a gym. And, obviously, that got taken away. And I think that was my thing. And I still mm. found it hard to get back into it the last mm. few weeks when the gyms have been open and going. But, again, never as much mm. as I used to because just not the same at the moment so it's because the gym was a very social place for a lot of people they would get that buzz from even if you're not talking to people Mm. just from people being around you and I think what is hard is obviously the way that things have changed with training as for one thing amongst a million others but you know it's just a different environment to be in but just whatever gets you out and gets you moving so if that's walking go walk hey start skating I'll start yeah. on the derby. That's my new calling. <laughs> I saw how happy you were when she you heard it. what you get to hit people. Oh my god! On skates, Should we start a Stanford team. I'm up for it. <laughs> we'll get you there some Disney elbow pads oh my god, or something. Did you hear that roller derby phone? That release, yeah, that'll be so good. You have a new member. <laughs> on the mental side and obviously we relate it right now to what's gone on in the last six months but it, ca- it does stop people exercising it, it does have a huge impact that if you're in a funk the last thing often you want to do is go to the <laughs> <laughs> if you're in a funk dunk or a dunk i was doing so well to pour my water and then <laughs> i was just like it was taking so long to pour this water. So sorry. I've got my water. <laughs> Carry on. Okay, I'm waiting for you to knock it over. No, it's fine then. Tightly balanced. No, but there's, there's lots of barriers to starting people from exercising. There's lots and lots of barriers, whether that be through pain or 
your emotional or mental well-being, whether they're barriers. I, I, you know, I get lots of people that I meet that some of the reasons why they then drop out and don't continue with training as an example, or they inquire and then maybe don't, you know, continue with that, is they haven't got the right support in place. Um, and one question I always ask potential clients, are you willing to maybe find people, meet up with people who have a similar interest with you if you haven't got any support where you are? Because I think that's a fundamental key point in people who are trying to get healthier and fitter is the right support. Mm-hmm. And if you've got someone at home who is always ordering pizza and sits yep. on the sofa all day yeah. and you're the one trying to get to your goal of feeling healthier and happier, then that's really hard. Um, and I think that's maybe something that could be seen as a barrier at the minute with obviously everything and the way it's been with obviously COVID. But there's plenty of people that you can still meet up with and go for social distancing walks or to motivate you and get a dog. Yeah. Get out there. Yeah, always get a dog. That's the <laughs> answer to everything. Dog. Just get a dog get all a the dog. time. But it's, it's, it's the same with a lot of things, right? Having a support network mm. is a huge... It's really thing. important. Really important. Or who your closest influences are, you know, mm-hmm. whether they're going to be the sort of people that sit around and eat pizza, which might make you think, oh, I'll just sit with you and eat pizza rather than do that whatever workout I was going to do. So, yeah, not... Yeah, is that what you mean by like people directly around yeah, you? Yeah, I think, really? I, you know, I think the, the one thing that you should always try to do which i don't think people always think of when it comes to fitness if what barriers are in the way and are you prepared to look outside the circle that you're in the group that you're in the area that you're in to find people that maybe might help you and motivate you because there's lots of people who are in the same situation something we need to talk about after last week oh right straight and, uh, into that. we now have a sound effect as was requested <laughs> <laughs> This is the one with trumpets. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm not sure what. Do you mean saxophone? Because there aren't any trumpets. Did I say trumpets? Yeah. Last week you were like trumpets. We were like what? Like a fanfare or something? Yeah. It's definitely not that saxophone. That is exactly what I meant. Like the saxophone sounds the perfect thing for this. But it is a song about him being full of regret because he screwed up in his last relationship. Look how happy you are. But sure. it is a classic, so I'll give Job you that. Done. I'll give you that. But I'll have to stop learning because um, we'll get them for copyright. So, this um, is, but this is why I've been able to get into my fitness because I'm single and I don't have. Uh, what was there? There was another reason. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but being single probably helps because you can just do what you want, can't you? You're not influenced by somebody else unless they're going to be a good influence, I suppose. Yeah, I think it massively depends on the other person. I'm not saying I want to be single forever, by the way. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to kind of detract, isn't it? So for those that didn't listen, this is the uh, the highly anticipated, and we never spoke about it before, uh, this is Find Lucy Love, where we had a great time last week scrolling through your Tinder. Yep, we Where did. we find five potential bachelors, suitors. Yep. Um, yeah. I've got a good eye. I have yeah. a good eye. And we, and we decide <laughs> on one to, to match with and hopefully get to a date. So we, uh, I think we left it last week that you'd sent a message. I did send a message, yeah. Did, did you I get a response? Resp- I did get a response, oh, yes. I can see, you, I can you, see the length of the braced? chat. <laughs> are you braced <laughs> for the chat? Um, so, hi, blank. How's it going? Oh, what a that great was your opener. message. Well, I did ask you to at length, like, what shall, how do I start? And neither of you we could come up with anything. Last week. And then he went, hi, Lucy. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Amazing, in-depth. This chat's not lasted the week, has it? And then I said, just finishing two weeks of quarantine, so especially good. Oh. That was it. Never <laughs> no <responded>. response. <laughs> Sure. You're contagious. Oh, it's always my friends at the weekend, though, and they were like, no, 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 that's so boring. You've got to go straight in with banter and, like, some kind of line or something. And I'm like, really? So you've got it's some like lines got prepped? No, I can't remember what they said now, but it was just awful. It was just cri- – I just don't think I could do that either. Anyway, so, so that was a massive so fail. So I think week one's a fail. I'm going to step up my game, but, though, But we're going to carry on because we enjoyed it so much last week. And I think yeah. – Audio-wise, it actually worked out quite. You've seen the first one, haven't you? Just seen the first one. So it worked like last week. It was well. so good. Well, I think it was good. 
Um, we enjoyed it, if not. So, um, right, okay. So, so, number, so bachelor, bachelor number, number one, one is um, showing blank. some chest. Oh, I don't think that was taken when he was that age, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no. I think that might have been some time ago. Uh, any more photos? Uh, no. no. And also, tigers. I don't understand. I read this one earlier, actually, in preparation. I don't understand what that means. It's a very long bio. It's a lot of effort oh. in I a think, Tinder um, profile. It, this is his, can I read the bio? Because that won't give anything away, will it? I look a miserable sod in the photos, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and then in brackets, he's put no ons. What does that mean? Like ONS. ONS? Don't know. Don't know. Will that be a no, that one? I think we're going to... Yeah, one. Are we going to no? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who have we got? Oh. Uh, no, no chat, that's fine. A few pics. Right. Hairstyle's a bit pointy. He looks quite happy, you know, with his yeah. hair. A bit beardy. A, oh, action. Active, we yes. like this. We like a yes. bit of action. Not too much, though. Nothing extreme. He looks very happy. Nice and smiley. Ooh, that does look good. Smiley. He also gets out, as we yep, can see by the view. Yeah, may have travelled beyond may have traveled. May have traveled beyond Peterborough or something, which is always a good <laughs> that sign. That might be scapegoat. Oh, very, <laughs> very happy. Very He's just getting happy. happier and happier. <laughs> okay, he's he's going to be naked going <laughs> by the last photo. Oh, I really hope he's yeah. not. He doesn't look. I like him. Slightly dodgy tie, though. I'm not sure about all the active pictures. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, too too much. Much. it's a bit too much. For me. <laughs> He's rather insane. Okay, it's like, okay, I get that you're active. <laughs> you know, don't have to do every activity under the so, sun. So uh, is he? No, yeah. no, I'm gonna. Oh, oh, oh. shame. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> silence. You know, I think he's got quite a nice, kind face. Okay, swipe. Oh, no, he looks oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he looks quite Do you mind nice. I might accept that one. Accept. Oh. <laughs> um, oh. Because the other two, if they're complete duds, I'm stuck, Yeah, you've got to choose one of those. So, so I can choose, choose more than one. You can choose more than one, but you have right, to. Right, so, okay, I'll go, I'll say yes to that one. Hey. Oh, we've got a quote. Oh, See, that's because quote, he's probably married or something. He doesn't want a picture Maybe. of his face. Oh, yeah. yeah. One no, of these. That's George, we've got a married it? guy. Right, I've got, some, I've got something for him. <laughs> bye bye now. <laughs> See gone. ya. Is this the last one? Yeah. Let's What's that him. name about? Oh, code. That seems like code for sure. Um. <laughs> it's good. It's alright. Oh. It's kids at Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> They've been to their Quidditch match. <laughs> you won't know what Hogwarts is, will you? No, I just Harry don't Potter think then. you oh, yeah. should have your kids on your picture. No, it is it's a just, bit. Um, oh, oh, ow! Fully masked. Oh no, naked in a mask. Is that the Is that the new profile norm? Naked in a mask. That's not a fun. To be clear, photo. we can't see below the waist, so he might no. not be naked. But it's another thing I can't. I I question is people that take pictures of themselves in bed. So naked torso selfie in bed. Why are you in bed? Or in a loo. It's like the, the two options. Yeah. Definitely no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> so that is torso in a mirror selfie. Full body is that, shot. Is that but no a, head. Is that it could be town? someone else. Is that a towel around the waist? Or just yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. See, he's got the, the combo of the naked selfie, but he's also in a loo. It's this a no. Is went for bachelor number one. So is that, that was five, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was, you're that done. Was so, so you've um, got your one. Oh, you no, so I didn't even match with him. What's that about then? He might not have seen you yet. Um, or, he, or he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hopefully have we'll an update by next, next week. week. Oh, well. You're going to yeah. come back on a year and just be like, are we still doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Series four. Still single? Still yes. doing it. We're just making the radius bigger and bigger. <laughs> but we, we said before as well, we are examples of Tinder working, right? Yes, indeed. Yeah. I mean, not you and I. No, I mean, like, that would be weird. <laughs> I, say that I knew what that no. sounded like. But both <laughs> have found not. our other halves. Yeah, apparently it does Tinder. work. Yeah, online dating. I'm a bit old-fashioned, though. You know, I just think... I don't really, I'm not in that zone, but I'm give, that's why I'm giving it a go under the microscope because, you know, why not? I'm not sharing my Tinder experiences. No. After uh, the word I used earlier. Just one? No. Oh, can we use one? Uh, oh, no, your parents listen to this and boyfriend probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't need I to know. Not. Anything funny? No, they hear me ramble on enough, they probably don't listen to it. Uh, 
No, I just don't think suitable for podcasts uh, for okay. another time. Just well, I, I that mean, bad. So, so I'll, I'll interject them for you. I'll, I'll save you. Tell one. us about yours. So, um, give me some hope <laughs> if you can. Some kind <laughs> of. This is awful. It's oh. awful. I was going to say so all of mine I, are awful too. There's no good story. So Great. I met. I met him like in the middle of the town. I saw him walking towards me. I knew it was him, but he was about twenty years older than the picture. So <laughs> I was like, okay. So I'm either going to be a horrible person to his face, or I'm just going to walk away and pretend I haven't seen him. So I was a horrible person in secret. Who does that? And you walked away. I walked away. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Because oh. what would have happened? He would have said, "What have gone?" He, um, he you're actually lied on the really old. Yeah. So bye bye now. No. So okay. I chose. So to inappropriately old, like especially you know, like just twenty years. Way. Yeah. Like it, twenty the, years. The photo is clearly a twenty few years. years. Mm. Fine, but twenty years. Twenty like. years. That's a that's a lie. Anywho, moving on. And we don't have much on this weekend. It's just <laughs> failed us. Everything is well, slowly back to normal, but nothing major. Yeah. We've obviously still not got many events on. And I don't know, a lot, most places in town are open, but a lot of things aren't happening that would normally be happening. So, yeah, I think just a little shout Give out. Give it a couple of weeks. Stop <laughs> with saying shout <laughs> out. A little, what do you want me to call it? Mention. A mention to a all of the lovely locals and indies who all deserve a shout out. <laughs> 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 to just continue. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think after my week off last week, I was back in town and uh, for the first time in a while, obviously been at the new job and stuff and did a lot of stuff in the house. And I just like spent time like going to coffee shops and in shops and I don't know, just spending time in the town again. Mm-hmm. And it was just nice to be there. It is busy, but. I actually went to, well, something I did forget from weekend. We went to the Bertie Arms, Ooh, Irvington, which is very nice. And they I put a big marquee up now in there garden as well which oh, it looks so nice outside. with the lights doesn't it the yeah so you, you can now go inside but actually sitting outside is nice as well as it's yeah, getting a bit cooler and nice. something that i mentioned last week and there was actually more people there at burley park for the weekend for cricket um, oh. so i'm going to claim that they all listened to us but i didn't actually yeah. ask them so there is also more cricket at the home of cricket in stamford at burley park this weekend on saturday and sunday Fancy a bit of cricket? Any hot blokes there? Um, they listen to this, so uh, <laughs> any of you? So something we did uh, in Series 1, but we've renamed it whilst I think we're still going for a review because I got a funny look when I proposed it. <laughs> Lisa's not a fan. Uh, no, not a fan. Yeah. No, subtle as a brick. You're going to call it that? So uh, a PSA, so plug, share, ask, and that's what we are putting to our guests. So something that you'd like to plug, something you'd like to share, and then something that you may want to ask generically or specifically to Lucy or, or <laughs> anyone. <laughs> well, plug, I'm going to plug myself, of course. So check me out on Instagram. Um, and I will obviously, when this podcast goes out, be sharing this on my page for my lovely followers. Um, I'll be sharing you and too, what, don't what worry. what is your Instagram? So handle? Inspired Movement and Massive. I do love that. I love a plant. We had uh, Simon Spooner on last series, and he called his oh, business. Oh, I had some food from him over lockdown. There, good how good yeah. is he? Amazing. Yeah, very good. He, so amazing. he's called Knife, Fork and Spooner. Yeah. Which I really It like. was amazing. We did that for our anniversary, actually. Aww. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. Really, really nice. And ridiculously simple as well. That's oh, what I found when yeah. you got it home. I was concerned that he puts all these images up on social media and on his website oh. and I was thinking, mm. How are I'm you still going to mess that? this up. <laughs> no, take out box, put in oven, turn on for 20 minutes, serve. Yeah, no, honestly, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing mm. and I'm really, really pleased because I got an email because he's doing them again. Yeah. What are you sharing? Uh, what on. are you sharing? <laughs> so something either in or around Stamford or a TV series, anything. anything that you think people should know about? Well, um, what I'm actually sharing is Edris Elba. He is an amazing As a human. DJ. As a human. <laughs> I'll have I'm sharing <laughs> some of him. I agree. Can I have because the lower portion of his body, please? <laughs> I'll have one I shall bit. ask his permission first. <laughs> Um, I didn't see that. I did not see that coming (laughs) anywhere. (laughs) So basically, the reason why I'm sharing this is I've missed festivals this year massively, and I love music. I absolutely love music, and that's something that me and my partner connected quite a lot over. We love music. We love going to gigs and festivals. I've missed that greatly. So I've been listening to some of his absolutely slamming tunes recently. So I shall. 
he's sending you furiously writing notes on Slamming tunes. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that man can't do? I, oh, he's... Yep, he's the one. Yeah. And we'll put that in if you have any specific tracks I or do. links. Then let us know and we'll put it in the bio. Fabulous. To this and on the social media stuff as well. Because, you know, Idris Elba really needs us to push he his... Does. Uh, plug in. Push his views, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, never know. How does it work with you, though? If people get in touch, do you do a sort of you know, a, an online or a telephone chat consultation or do they just book an appointment and come or do you yeah, get a bit so of background or? So it depends what someone's coming to me for, but everyone has a pre-screen form regardless what they're coming to me for, whether it be for massage um, or postnatal pregnancy, menopause, breast cancer, what, whatever it is that someone's coming to me for, I pre-screen everyone. I get people messaging me on Instagram, I get a lot of messages through my website, so you can actually contact me directly through my website. My phone number's on there. Um, it is also on Instagram as well. So, yeah, I get a mixture of ways that people contact me. Some people I do, uh, like a Zoom or Skype call, depending on where they are. Um, otherwise, it's face-to-face. Mm. Yeah. So they'd come in and have an hour and a half session? Yeah, so a first consultation with me is an hour and a half, so that's for an assessment, time to talk and to go through the paperwork that you would have filled out, so if I've got any questions. Um, and usually everyone thinks they've said what they need to say on a form, and then conversation sparks about 10 other million questions, mm. the way this conversation has gone, basically. So it's in that consultation. <laughs> you don't know what you're saying. <laughs> but it's in that consultation that then you would decide on a recommended sort of course of treatment whether that yeah. be whatever it is yeah yeah and at the end of the day you know I have to be the right fit for that person they have to be the right fit for me mm. and it gives everyone an opportunity and I always say don't book in again until you go home have a think I don't want you to commit to that face-to-face because I might not be the right person for you and that then obviously gives them an opportunity to think about what it is that they want Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. so I don't usually rebook anyone on the first session. I say, no, 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 I am coming back, and it's like, okay, I was just giving you time to think. But yeah, it's um, an hour and a half for the first one, and then it's an hour afterwards, and depending on what it's for. Okay. Last but not least, do you have a question? Ooh. <laughs> so. When are you going to come to a roller derby match? <laughs> <laughs> you send us the fixtures. I'll watch anyway. I'm, I'm definitely not I'll playing. Play. No, you can't just rock up and play. <laughs> Everyone will be mortified that knows anything about roller derby. What, you're just going to rock up and play? No. Just we roll up and play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just meant ever. We could definitely go watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go so and watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for it. I am all for spreading the word about the love of roller derby. Mm. Well, I didn't even know what it was. Yeah, until, me neither. You know. so enlightened. You are all enlightened. Yeah. You must need some padding, though. Some. You know, elbows and yeah. stuff. elbows, knees. When's your helmet. birthday, Molly? We'll get you some for your birthday. I've missed out this year. All right. Oh, right. Christmas. Yeah, of course, Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Molly's Christmas fund. Get her fully padded <laughs> up. <laughs> like Dis- Disney-themed. Different princess on each elbow <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. You like well, you like Mary Poppins and oh, stuff I do like love that, don't you? Theme, yeah, yeah, there okay, we go. Fair. Fair enough. <laughs> Get them personalised. Can see it now. Well, thank you very much for joining us. No, thank you. Yeah, thank thank you. you for being our first guest of Series Two. It's been a pleasure. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, roller derby. <laughs> noted. <laughs> We've noted word. roller derby. <laughs>